Now, this Friday, the Irish Red Cross Clare will be holding a fundraiser in Ennis to raise vital funds to help support victims of the devastating earthquakes in Syria and Turkey. And for more on this, I'm joined in studio by James Lafferty, who you'll know well, the Honorary Treasurer of uh, the Irish Red Cross in Clare, and Valerie uh, Larkin, who was also involved uh, with the Irish Red Cross in Clare in recent years, and we'll talk about uh, her involvement uh, very shortly. You're both very welcome to studio. Good morning, thank you. And good morning to you. Um, James, it's great to see the efforts from people in Clare. You know, the help always kind of rise to the occasion to help those in need. We've seen all the efforts to help uh, people arriving from Ukraine with the war that's sadly Mm -hmm. continuing there. I mean, the numbers who who have lost their lives in these earthquakes in Turkey and Syria, as I mentioned earlier on, doesn't even bear thinking about and uh, any help that those who are now without a home can Mm. get uh, is very much welcome. Well, the good news is on the Red Cross front in Dublin, they've raised 250,000 to date. On Friday, we plan to help them. We're outside Lynch's Centre. Last year, this uh, last year we did a fundraiser for Ukraine. This year is for the Syrian Arab Red Crescent and the Turkish Red Cross. And we'll be there from a quarter past eight to six o'clock in the frost. No bother. And people can come along. We have the laser car machines. You can donate online. You can donate to us. We'd be no problem. And we're looking for support. And the money will go directly to the Red Cross. We will end up in the, in the, in the front line in Turkey and in Syria. Yeah, and the, the Irish Red Cross Fund, uh, Turkey Red Cross in Syria, Arab Red Crescent. I mean, can you talk to us a little bit about the work they're doing over there at the moment? Because as we say, you know, so many homes collapsed in yeah. these earthquakes. People are without shelter, without food, uh, without clean drinking water. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that you have so many injuries, they need first aid and, and more besides. Mm-hmm. Well, the Red Cross are providing long-term support. And let's put it this way, there's, a lo- there's other charities like Opsam, there's a- other charities there as well. But the combination of the whole, uh, they're providing clean water, they're providing food, they're providing uh, co- uh, accommodation as best they can in tents. And they're doing loads of work and clothes and blankets and everything. It's just amazing what the groups are doing, regardless whether to the Red Cross or the Red- whoever it is. The work has been done on the ground by those organisations and they've been doing marvellous work in Ukraine as well. So let's hope they can continue and let's hope we can support them and we'll keep doing what we're doing. And I'm, the, as I say, I'm the treasurer of the Red Cross and the community officer. And anyone that's out there that wants to do a fundraiser for the Red Cross, I am prepared to attend any event, promote it for them, do anything I can. And last year, the Red Cross and Clare raised 35,000 for Ukraine and 41 million was raised by head office. That's incredible number, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And, and the money has been spent. People say, ask me, I get regular phone calls about, will we, will we send blankets out? It's easier for the Red Cross to send the money to Turkey and Syria through their various links and they will buy the clothes on the ground and the blankets and everything which will be a lot cheaper than sending them out there. Yeah, because there's probably costs associated yeah, yeah. with transporting goods. And, yeah, that's uh, and the problem. So like, I'd be left with a load of blankets in the centre and we probably wouldn't be able to get rid of some of the stuff and the clothes. So it's better to do the fundraisers, send the money direct and people can, it can be used on the ground. Okay, uh, Valerie, your involvement with uh, the Irish Red Cross in Clare, to talk to us a little bit about that and including uh, knitting, I believe the largest knitted blanket in the world. Yes, a few years ago I got the daft idea I'd like <laughs> to break a Guinness World Record and um, I put it out on social media and 
I had knitters from all over the world taking part and we broke the record here. I think it was 19, uh, 2019. Took two years. But uh, we put, it, it was big. It was big. Roughly how big? I mean, what kind of a size blanket did you knit? And, you know, what? how far past the previous record was it? I think it was 21,000, 21,000 approximately, just under that. No, there was 221,000 square feet. 221,000 square you, feet. If you take in the um, showgrounds, you know, the Enna showgrounds, mm. their pavilion, we wallpapered that and carpeted it. That's wow. how big it was. And then we did I did have more that we had to spread outside because there was no room inside for it. But we, we got the cert. We broke the record. We're talking about costs to sending blankets over to Turkey and Syria. Imagine what the, the, the shipping yeah. would be for if you were but to send we, that. But what we did with the blankets then, we, we donated them to the older people in Clare. When we were doing the tour of Clare, we would hand the older people blankets, thanks to Valerie, and some were sold and put into the account, but most of them went out to the people of Clare. And various Father Martin now in Kilnamona, he came down to me, collected them, and they gave them out. They just gave them out to the older people to keep them warm, which was great. Oh, that's great to see that, that you know it has a positive mm. a positive use as well. And uh, Valerie, the work that uh, Irish Red Cross and Clare does, uh, you know, can you talk to us a bit about your your other involvement with it and and just how much it can help, you know, people like those in Ukraine or in Turkey and Syria. Well, I'll be honest, I'm kind of a newbie to the Red Cross procedures and that, so I'm kind of loath to to talk about it in case I get something wrong. But I do know... <laughs> oh, I'm sure I know a man who'd correct you anyway if you did. <laughs> and he's very close by. <laughs> I, do, I do know that they're all volunteers. Um, nobody gets a penny for the work that they're doing. And they really should be, you know, applauded. I know I couldn't do it, you know, full time. Hmm. Um... But I've, I've seen them sitting outside shops, freezing cold, raining, and they're smiling at everybody and managing to collect the money to send out. Now, I did initially, after the earthquake, think that maybe my knitting group might be able to help by sending out blankets and that. But I yeah. called James and I also called UNICEF and both told me, look, better to get the money out there. We can buy it cheaper. You know, so I have access to pure wool factory waste and I thought we could knit pure wool blankets and maybe get people do to donate some money in exchange for a pure wool blanket because pure wool is very expensive mm. so I have about 30 women lined up so far I want about another 100 to help me knit these perfectly formed 6 inch squares so that we can make good quality blankets that people will donate to, you know, have. Okay, so you're put, we'll put this call out this morning. So you're looking for as many uh, knitters as possible to, to help knit or these crocheters. pure... Or crocheters. to knit and these pure wool blankets. Yes, they'd have to live in Clare because we don't have the funding to post wool to them. But I'm down in the Red Cross office in Trackside Monday mornings and Wednesday mornings from 10 till 1 o'clock okay. where people can collect wool and they can bring back the squares they have done. Um, on f the 10th of March, Listum Varnafolgia are giving me um, a stall at a fair they're having for the Red Cross. And we have some beautiful Aran 
scarves, hats, jumpers and blankets uh, we will accept donations for. Okay. So if people are interested, come out. Well, hopefully you'll get lots of donations and lots of people, I was going to say putting their hands up to knit, if they put their knitting needles up in the air and get in contact with you. (laughs) That'd be uh, great, yeah. uh, Brilliant stuff. And uh, James, hopefully you'll raise a lot of money on on Friday. Uh, Just to mention again, it's at Lynch's Centre on the Gort Road here in Ennis from 8.30am to 6pm. All the funds going to Red Cross and Red Crescent, uh, Turkey Red Cross and Syria Arab Red Crescent who are working on the ground there and supporting the earthquake victims and we wish them well in their endeavours to help all of those victims because there are so many uh, victims. If, and you did mention as well, James, if anyone else in Clare wants to, you know, put on a fundraiser mm. or, you know, do some sort of event or fundraising initiative mm. that will help to uh, contact you. I don't know, do you want to give out contact details? Or, yeah. oh, it's worldwide. 86 456 086-8323-456. It's the community number as well. We use that for the Red Cross. And can I say, you know, the recent, you had the two lads in, Nigel and Stephen Flaherty. And yeah, for the, the fundraising gig. Yeah, yeah, we did. I think it was five hours we were in the door from, from 8 o'clock to how, to over 1 o'clock. They raised 2,370 and I want to thank the lads, Nigel and the full committee. The, the job they done was unreal. Ah, that's brilliant because uh, I know they were they were very hopeful that that uh, that that gig would do well. Yeah. So it's good. There's to see a few them. more pound to come from Quilty end of it, so I'm waiting for your man to call. So it'll probably go up to two and a half or more, but that'll go directly into the Ukrainian account the minute I get the last of the money, and then we have the money on Friday. But anyone that wants to give us money, I'm here to help, and I don't mind where I have to travel. We'll travel if we want to meet and tractor runs. Anything they want to do for you for Syria, Ukraine or Turkey, we're there to help. Brilliant stuff. And just before you go, um, you know, one of the la- most recent times you are in with us, you were talking about the, the plans for Irish Red Cross Clare for 2023. And part of that, a big part of that was um, a call out for, for drivers, because, of course, you're always looking for more drivers, mm-hmm. given the, the, the brilliant work they do in transporting people to medical appointments and whatever, wherever else they may need to go. You got some, but you're still looking for more. I'm looking for more, especially with drivers that will have a D1 license because we have a lovely vehicle that we could do with more drivers. And we're hoping to purchase shortly another, a second, a third community support vehicle to support the people of Clare because we're turning away too many appointments. And um, I'm just hoping we can arrange this fairly soon with the approval of head office and we just get in as many drivers as possible. But we are, there's a lot of people joining the Red Cross and we hope to get the show up and running and we hope to get the vehicles on the road to support the people of County Clare. And finally, next Friday, the 3rd, we're starting the 12th believe it or not, the 12th Tour of Clare. And this year, last year we completed 70 locations thanks to the Clare businesses. This year we have now 72. And hopefully that will finish at 75. So, as and from next tomorrow, next Friday, I will not see another, I won't be free again until after the 15th of December. Wow. Every Friday. <laughs> you are a busy, Saturdays busy man. <laughs> and Sundays. Some Sundays, some Saturdays, some Thursdays. But we're getting brilliant support. And the debt in the Red Cross building is under €100,000 yesterday. Congratulations. After four and a half years. I'd say that that's kind of like, a, it's a big achievement when you see it just drop below that kind of uh, Once it goes under that, that number, I'm yeah. happy. And I remember doing a fundraiser at Western Garages at Christmas and I was so cold. I And... 
it was unbelievable. I was so cold, my toes were cold, my hand, everything was freezing. I could hardly use the laser car machine. We <laughs> stuck it out from a quarter of the day to six o'clock. Even your man said, do you want a hot water bottle? <laughs> but there was no movement. I was going to stick it out. Because I mean, if you go early once, you'll go early every day. So the answer is no. Okay, well, look, continued success to, success to you and uh, the Irish Red Cross in Clare. Hope uh, that you raise a lot of money next Friday. Uh, that's Lynch Centre on the Gort Road in here in Ennis, 8.30 to 6pm. Uh, do donate whatever you can afford to donate uh, because that money's going to make a big difference uh, to those who are trying to uh, get on with their lives and deal as best they can with the aftermath of the earthquakes, devastating earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. And James Lafferty and Valerie Larkin from the Irish Red Cross in Clare. Thanks so much to both of you. Thank you very, uh, very much. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, thanks for coming into studio.